This week on Erotic Awakening, wellness in an authority transfer. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you're offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. The Erotic Awakening podcast is grateful to the support of our patrons. They receive ad-free early access to podcasts as well as other perks. Thank you to our newest supporter, me. And me. Hi, this is Kevin. This is Katie. We, uh, we're friends of Dan and Don, and we are the 100th Patreon supporter. And so Dan put these on us and said, you're the guest host for this week. You guys missed an opportunity. So, um, we're in an authority transfer relationship. We prefer that term instead of uh, power exchange or MS or some of those things. Um, we've got a lot of rationale for, for choosing authority transfer. What would it be? Um, primarily, we believe that Katie hands me authority rather than me taking or wielding power over her. She remains a powerful individual and has simply given me the authority in her life. Yes, and we will also be using the terminology of leader and follower, so it will encompass any version of that dynamic, whether it be master-slave, dominant, submissive, pet handler, all those things. We just say leader-follower as a, a designated role. So that's just a bit of terminology. Let's get King that out of the way. peon. Peon? That's a different fetish. So, our topic. Okay. We believe that wellness is a personal responsibility, of course. Do it for yourselves. But in our authority transfer relationship, we also believe that it applies to our agreement to each other. Part of our responsibility to each other is to um, diligently pursue and attend to health and wellness. And we wanted to just address that in what it actually breaks down and looks like in our daily life. And that's not that's not a requirement that we be like vigorous athletes no. or no, no, neither of us are CrossFit people or things like that. No, it, it's um, I think the goal is to remain functional and able and um, healthy for as long as we can. Especially like whatever is within our power and control, life sideswipes you and we've had times of illness or, um, and some people have chronic illness and doing... There's there's disabilities, there's accidents, there's things that you just can't dodge. But doing the best you can in whatever, whatever life has handed you and... um, And and maximizing, like you say, what's in your control. Yes. So that's what mostly what we're going to tend to, because we're actually really, really um, passionate about that. It is something we talk about on a daily basis. We set goals daily, weekly, and long-term goals for our wellness and attending. And we also tweak and adjust that as life hands us circumstances or um, things that modify that. So what about if um, you talk about as a leader, why you think that's a responsibility into the dynamic? And what that looks like. Uh, it's. I guess I feel like I have a responsibility to be as healthy as possible for 
my own sake, obviously, mm -hmm. um, like you say, personal responsibility, but also that I owe you my health, that in, in our agreements to one another, I am supposed to be able to guide and support and lead and, and protect. And if I'm not at my best, if I am um, disabled through my own choices, that's an, that's an unfortunate place to have put myself. If I can't, um, I don't know, if I can't walk the beach holding your hand, if I can't, if I can't go f throw a frisbee with you, if I can't help you up if you've you know, tripped and fallen because I'm, I'm too frail myself, that, that doesn't sit well with me. I feel like I really need to um, be as fit as I'm able within my, my abilities. Yeah, and I want to say just one more time, and we're not going to repeat this, that we're talking about as fit as possible. Like some people can't walk a beach and can't help someone off the ground, but they still can maybe look at their situation as a leader and say, what can I do is be as well as I can with what conditions you know, or diseases or whatever I have. Yeah. Uh, Maintaining health is sometimes eating right and doing chair yoga, not going out and jogging a mile. Yeah, Absolutely. Exactly. Um, the other thing that I, I need to be able to support you in your fitness goals and health goals, and that means that I'm either bossing you from a distance, um, do as I say, not do, as I do kind right, of thing. Right, um, And feeling like a hypocrite or I'm engaging in that, that behavior. I'm, I'm doing my best too, even if it's a different best. Even if mm -hmm. I can jog that mile and you cannot, I then have firm ground to stand on to request that you do your best. Um, I, I, I think this is myth, but there's, there's a story about Gandhi that um, says this woman brought her child, uh, you know, walked, walked and walked and walked days and days or miles and miles. I don't, I don't remember the story. Could exactly. be both the same because they actually maybe, maybe often both equal days and miles. each other. Yes. Um, and uh, and brought this child to Gandhi and said, Gandhi, he he will listen to you because because he respects you. Tell him not to eat any sugar anymore because it's not good for him. And Gandhi said, Bring him back in six months. And the woman was like, "Don't!" and walked miles and miles <laughs> she home. She turned into Homer Simpson right in front of Gandhi. <laughs> don't, don't. And then, you know, six months later, like you know, daytimer went off or whatever, and she comes hiking all the way back and and says, "You know, for fuck's sake, man, can you tell him not to?" <laughs> oh my goodness, this is the worst Gandhi visit ever. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you tell him not to eat sugar? And and Gandhi says kid could eat sugar and she's like why couldn't you do that six months ago and gandhi says because six months ago i was eating sugar mm. so um that could be totally made up not by me but by whoever wanted to inspire you not to eat sugar all of that goes to say um i really feel like i must be congruent congruent yeah. wow what a great word to just pull mm -hmm. right out like that mm -hmm. so how about you how about me? Um, oh, and I wanted to add to your part, and you can add to my part, okay? <laughs> Great, um, thanks. So let's say you were a diabetic leader, 
Okay. And you didn't like taking the meds and you didn't like the um, dietary restrictions restrictions and things like that. Um, To me, that really highlights the effect it would have on a follower to not do what you need to do um, because of instant gratification, whether it be food or or um, treats or or not moving or things like that, because uh, I think that's a, a, an interesting example of that because um, diabetes does horrible things in rapid motion to people that will really affect who's there as their support. And whether it's amputations or diabetic comas or all those things and all that suffering, that you're not only making that choice for yourself, but you're also as the leader, having your followers suffer through watching you do those things or make those choices and perhaps have to do extensive care of you when it was within your control to navigate that. Yeah, it's it's not very fair to, to forego the discipline, pursue the hedonism, and not maximize your 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 self-care mm-hmm. um say saying oh you know sure the doctor says that but i sure do love donuts is not just flagrant disregard for your own health but also really discourteous at i don't know um terrible to your follower and can you talk wow that sounds super judgy rar Sorry, we forgot to say, we tend to be really blunt <laughs> and straightforward. Yeah, what, what we usually our, open classes w- like that. One of our standard disclaimers is um, we're We'd, pretty blunt and this topic may be offensive. We don't coat it in feathers. Um, the other part, I think, is the kinky, fun, sexy times is a part of why health and wellness is so important to us. And... Like, yeah, I want to fold you up like a pretzel if I can. Yeah, but and you also want to have the power to do that and and wrap around me. Like it's not just me that's got to be the pretzel. Right. Yeah. So, um, having a really active, sexy, fun times, you know, of duration and throughout the day and night, is also tied into being being well and being being healthy. You know, and I guess. An interesting extension of that is not not just the physicality of wellness, but the attractiveness of wellness. Mm. Whether it's clear skin or or you know the the ability to I be, don't know. be bright and energetic and vibrant right. and, yeah. and the things that good good eating and good living does. It's interesting. So yeah. go ahead. No, that, that I'm I'm interviewing you. This is fun. <laughs> so, what is your favorite things about your follower? <laughs> um, okay, so from the follower's standpoint, um, how is wellness a responsibility to Kevin, to my leader? Um, and it, and I guess a lot of it just reflects and flips back. As far um, I want to. I want to be able to serve you with grace and ease instead of 
grunting and groaning and struggling my way through the day and gasping between tasks and and trying to figure out how I can navigate the things that I want to do for you in service of you and actually manage them. And there has been times that I have been extremely unwell and that has been what can I do for Kevin today that's within my ability? And it's going to be hard. And how can I still do it with grace? Because it's really important to my my heart and soul that I serve you. And I've had those times when I've been extremely ill or recovering from surgery and things and still looked for those spaces. And they still exist. But when I have the choice as of right now of um, being doing things like yoga or walking or eating clean or um, losing a couple of pounds and thinking of how that reflects in a um, in the grace of serving you it really it gives it an extra weight I want to do it for myself because I want a great life and I want to get ring every moment I can out of this life so I want to do it for myself but I also want this great life with you so I want to see you doing it for yourself and I want to um and I want to have each day be um, with the ultimate service of you. So I also really like, I really like sex. <laughs> I know that's not news to you, but Pardon? there's other people listening. What? <laughs> I really like sex. And I like the fact that our day is entwined with random sexy encounters although not full-blown sex every single time that are in strange places and strange positions in strange circumstances and if I can keep myself flexible and decently healthy and the right nutrition in me I'm ready for that stuff and and I can embrace those opportunities with you and fully enjoy them and I can do reverse cowgirl in crow pose and we can figure things out like how to get me i can untwined from that situation i can plow you in plow pose what is that (laughs) halasana oh my goodness look at you go yeah um so that is essential to me and i want you to look at me and and see someone that is attractive to you i want to I want to feel how my body feels when you touch me instead of thinking, how does my body feel to you when you touch me? So that's a really different space in my head. And I've known the, let me, maybe I didn't say that right. No, that's But when you put your hands on me, am I thinking how I feel in your hands or am I thinking how your hands feel on me? And that's one of my measures of whether I'm at a, at a good weight, at a good level of fitness for my mind. And so, and, and when I realized that, I think that came to me probably about six months ago when I thought, oh, Katie, you're putting on some weight because you're starting to notice how you think you feel to Kevin instead of how Kevin feels to you. Um, and, and I think I'm going to carry that because I think that's a really interesting it's fascinating. Um, kind of. And you you touched on something that I don't think I said well or, or all the way. I value this life with you. And so one of my primary reasons for fitness is longevity. And sure, you know, I, I am likely as I age to have less and less mobility or whatever. That's That's part of the aging process. 
but I want as extensive a life in as good a, f- a shape as I can. I don't mm-hmm. I don't just want a long life with disability, but I also don't want great deal of fitness and be done in in six months, right? I, I want to have to the extent possible and in my control, I want to extend my time with you through good eating and, and caretaking. Mm-hmm. And as, a, uh, as my leader, when I see you like taking, let me back up, doing this is not necessarily easy. No, it sucks a lot. And it's, it does take some time. And mind, mind over mattress. Yes. To get up and do the, the gym. That's right. And to um, make the right food choices or the right health choices takes, takes determination and effort. And when I see you doing those things and attending to those things, my respect and trust in you as my leader grows and is really supported it if i saw you not not giving a shit about the way uh, what you ate or what you did or whether you got off the couch all day and stuff like that i would have a hard time being vulnerable and having a high level of respect for you if that was in your ability to, to make a difference with and um, so you, you should you should stop talking soon because you're going to negatively impact my gaming time. Oh, <laughs> sorry about that Imperium game, Dan. Um, no, and, I mean, and then and then this is we don't spend the whole day in the gym and and every single meal eating quinoa and broccoli either. Part of the joy of life is kicking back and playing a game with a friend or having a bowl of ice cream or, you know, whatever that might be. There's, this yeah, there's, is not, there's naps, there's laziness, there's, there's all kinds of, yeah, we, I don't want us to sound like we're boring and stuff. Or, or gym rats. That certainly isn't the case. No, no. And, um, when we talk about living that long, full life, part of it is having that amazing meal that is outside the scope of what you would usually do and, and things like that. But I just wanted you to know that that for me, that really supports the level of respect and ability to follow you when I see you attending to those things. Yeah. um, Part, part of the joy of leadership to me is not just getting to make all the decisions and be responsible for them. (laughs) It's having your awe and aww. and awe, <laughs> having your awe and and adoration, and if I'm a slacker, there's a chance that I lose a lot of admiration and and awe. Mm. Is there more to it than I that? I think we should talk about what it actually looks like for us, just briefly, because we people often say we we talk about these umbrella concepts and never say. What, how do you, how do you break that down? How do you actually do that? So maybe we could just really briefly sure. talk about how we attend to that in our life. Okay. I am, I currently am doing intermittent fasting, which means I eat only between the hours of noon and 6 p.m. I am fairly cautious about carbs unless like I've got friends visiting and we're, we're doing um, I don't know. Pizza. pizza. Pizza tonight. Pizza tonight, right. Um, Homemade pizza. I uh, My 
current program involves 30 minutes of yoga a day. I use a, a neti pot and I take a cold shower in the morning. Um, I do 10 minutes of meditation and I typically try to fit in some sort of at, at least a half hour walk or some sort of exercise -y thing which is often like a functional fitness like go mm. outside mow the lawn mow, mow for oh my goodness our yard because we don't have a postage stamp yard we have like an acre on a hill right so, so that's an exercise day so whether it's dragging branches or or gardening or whatever yeah we actually love that term of functional fitness where we can actually make a difference in our household our yard our life and also do something that's like cardio and put some miles on us and stuff and at the end you have like you've got doubled down on something and it's like i've succeeded in accomplishing this and i've taken care of exercise I which love is that. why i always try to get you to blow me while i'm up a ladder <laughs> Because true. I can accomplish like changing a light bulb and have sex. <laughs> We've done so many times in our renovations. <laughs> Kevin's like, look at this position, Katie. Look at this height. Hey, yeah, you end up like painting baseboards and I'm like, are you flirting with me? Everything's flirting. Everything's a flirting. Yeah. Um, and for me, um, I do about 30 minutes of yoga most days. I um, add some dynamic stretching throughout my day to try to keep my, my muscles loose. I, along with Kevin, I do the, whether it's functional fitness, I try to get a walk in. I'm starting to realize that we, I'm going to back up again. Um, we've been doing a huge renovation um, job. We've been, we flipped a house and we did almost all the renovations ourselves. So there was so much of that functional fitness going on. And now that's done. And so I just yesterday said, oh my goodness, I'm missing my cardio because we're walking and I'm no longer just walking to try to get loosened up after a day of renovations. So I need to add cardio. So I'm going to do like an intermittent walk jog. I do not eat the same as Kevin, um, even on a regular basis. Right now I'm trying to, um, I'm trying to, I'm not going to say that because Yoda would be like all over me. Um, I Wait, am. I just want to picture Yoda all over you for a minute. <laughs> Right. I could like spin him around and help him. Um, what was I saying? Oh, my eating plan. That you're um, stripping off a few. Pounds, yeah, I'm I stripping think. off a few pounds really, really fast before I'm doing um, some extensive blood tests because I have a, a little bit of a health issue right now, and so I am actually doing um, a, a semi-fast of lower calories but extreme nutrition and it's a very specific eating each day but it's easy enough for me to support kevin in his his meal plan while i do that because mine is like protein shakes and vitamins and beets powders and greens powders and very specific but that's not my usual thing my usual thing be kind of like a mediterranean diet is where i would usually be doing and um other than that like i don't do the neti pot because I feel like I'm going to drown from that. It scares gross, me. Yeah. Um, you don't do cold showers don't do cold because showers. you think that's crazy talk. Because it's... Well, no. There, I do hear all the benefits of a cold shower. You guys can research that if you want. But um, I just... I think life is supposed to be enjoyed to a certain extent. <laughs> you hedonist in your I'm warm shower. I'm hedonist in my shower. <laughs> 
Um, and we actually have a daily blog we write in that we say of seven categories, I think. Let's go through them really quick. Six. Health, wellness, nutrition, hydration, sleep, personal category of some sort, which mine right now is studying for my um, uh, elderly fitness coach class I'm doing. And then satisfaction of the day. And at the end of the day, we blog on those things and talk. And each day as a habit, we get in there. We've been doing this for two years now. Get Go on the blog. It's a shared document. And I say, how do I think I did in nutrition? Zero to five. And then I might even write a few notes so I can look back at that. And um, every two weeks we say, what's our goals for the next two weeks? And we put that at the front of that blog and then off we go again and rate each thing. So it makes us really conscious as the end of the day. And we're like, oh my goodness, we're almost at the end of the day. And totally we totally neglected that thing. Didn't meditate or whatever that thing is. And I'm going to get a zero in meditation. And at first we thought it was going to be a two-week thing, but now it's two years. I think it's here forever. And that really helps me be conscious of... And sometimes I say, you know what? It's a zero day. I'm going to go out and have pizza and frozen custard. And that's a choice I make, but I also notice how often I do it. And so that's something we've done together for a long time. And this isn't a very kinky conversation, but it really is about the relationship. And after 19 years together, being this conscious and responsible about this aspect of our life as well as you know all the other pieces of the dynamic is so essential to our longevity together in many ways so i think uh, that pretty well reaches the end of what we would want to say about that essentially i think we're saying that wellness in an authority transfer relationship is about taking good care of you for you, but that the the agreements and the the intertwined nature of authority transfer means that there's additional motivation and there's additional reason to put that effort in, to be your best, not just for yourself and your future, but for the 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 benefit of your partner and the relationship as a whole and and in many ways that's what i think this relationship is about is attending to the the needs and and wants and an intertwined success kind of rather than selfish pursuit of your own independent life or independent goals uh, i think i think supportive wellness like this um, is a good example of one of the strengths of an authority transfer relationship. Did you have a concluding thought? No. Just sex. It it equals lots of sex. (laughs) Sorry, everyone. Close your eyes. We're about to get started right this minute. It's audible. So, um, if you love Dan and Dawn, and you want to keep up with all their events, book news, discounts, and more, uh, you can sign up for the Erotic Awakening newsletter and get your Erotic Awakening shout-out. Yes. So, I just want to add, we were 100th, and we got to be um, guest hosts. 100th host, Patreon. 100th Patreon, and we got to be guest hosts. And if So now, the 1,000th one is waiting there. I, I, it's just waiting. 
So, and Dan and Don other- just promised us just this minute that if they get ten patreons this week, they'll bring us back again. I. Great. I might have made that up. So head over to eroticawakening.com and subscribe today. And you said you had something you wanted to share. Yeah. I think this is where Dan and Don talk about like chopping off tentacles and eating off boobs or something really kinky and fetishy like that. I don't know. Is this, I never listened to their show. I know. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I do. Um, so this is where we're supposed to share something like naughty. And I thought maybe I would share a lesson. I, I think random, not naughty. Can I make it a rando naughty thing? Sure. Okay. Random and naughty. How about the lesson I learned within about a month of being in an authority transfer relationship with you and living with you? Is this the one where fantasy and reality collide? Reality hits you hard, bro. <laughs> Um, that's a callback to a songify. Um, so Kevin shared, I w- as this is me restarting a sentence six times and this time it'll be right. When we first got together, I'm trying to figure out how to be the best follower of Kevin and the sexiest follower and, and realize all his fantasies and kinky fetishes, etc. And so I'm really paying attention to anything he suggests might be in our future. And one of the things he said is, I love the idea of getting a blowjob under the desk. And I thought, how do we both fit in there and I blow you at the same time? I don't get it. Not a very big desk. No. So you're sitting at the desk. You're like, I'm going to be sitting at the desk doing whatever I'm doing, probably playing a video game with Dan. And you give me a blowjob. Be under the desk. Give me a blowjob. And you remember this? You're looking at me like you're no, like, no. what? No, I... And so I took that in, just took notes of that and put it in the back of my head. And then he went out of the room one day of our office. And I thought, I'm going to just tuck myself under this desk. And when he sits back down, because he's coming back to his computer, I know. When, I, when he sits back down, I'm going to be right here, ready to give him his blowjob, just all curled up under his desk. And this is going to be so sexy and hot for him. And I'll realize one of his fantasies right now. So I come into the room. I sit at my desk. And he doesn't see me. And I he doesn't sc- notice me down there. I scoop myself in and, and get ready to get back to work. And so I'm down there and I realize, I thought he would walk into the room, see me under the desk, go, ho, ho, ho. And then like unzip his... Because I always sound like, like Santa like Claus se- when, I'm, Santa. when I'm aroused. <laughs> and then he would scoot himself under and we would have a great time. But here I am sitting under the desk realizing he's all tucked in and I'm in that little cubby hole and he has no idea I'm there. So if you ever want to like be attacked by a crazed clown under your desk or shit yourself and do a backflip out of your office chair, I recommend this technique. Yes. Well... I thought, what am I going to do? How do I let him know I'm here and not scare him? And so I just peeked my little face up between his knees and went, hello. And that was pretty terrifying. He I... almost punched me in the head. He jumped. <laughs> he jumped up, started swinging his fist. His chair went flying backwards. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is supposed to be sexy. That was so sexy. Oh, yeah. Anyways, Terrible. There you go. There's your little helpful hint. For the future. Did you have one? Nothing compares. No. I know. 
I thought you had something. Oh, it was going to be such a surprise. Well, I was uh, the the thing I considered saying is that um, Dan and Donner are here visiting with their RV, and I'm now scheduled to go outside and help him empty his black tank later today. And so this is going to be the closest I've ever been to their 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 feces. Their, their feces is oh, this is a different scheduled, level of friendship. <laughs> scheduled today, I I manage their feces. Ah, so there is um, a vet life group for this. Okay. Okay. So, um, so if you're real friends with somebody, they'll empty your black tank. <laughs> you know that reminds me of uh, when we had the plumber in in the crawl space of that Reno house, and he and I were crawling around trying to trying to figure out what jobs need done. And he said, "Oh, I can stick my finger right in your sewer pipe." <laughs> <laughs> and Katie says, hey, is he in there flirting with you? <laughs> but that was bad news, actually. That was actually bad the news. Sewer we had to was... have the whole sewer pipe replaced. So, uh, take a moment to support the podcast. Rate them on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else you listen. Or just tell your friends. And feel free to reach out to us. We love the interactions on Instagram and Discord. And contact us with questions or podcast comments. Or just to say hi. That's Dan and Don at eroticawakening.com. This is Kevin saying goodbye. Bye-bye, guys. Did you like it? <laughs>